Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Oh, beautiful. Ah, heroes proved in liberating strife. God, I love that guy. Ray Charles singing America the Beautiful. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria and Rudy Giuliani, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, this is our birthday weekend. I am just I get so freaking happy (laughs) because I just love this country. Obviously, we all had ancestors who fought their way to come to this country. There's probably very few families from the original Puritans and people uh, wanting religious freedom who came here. But I, I just love the whole spirit and history of the beginning of our country. So Rudy and I are going to take you back in time. So, yes, Rudy, it looks like you want to say something, or are you kissing the mic? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I was actually just testing how far from the mic I am, because I consider the next couple of days to be the most important days of the calendar uh, for patriotic purposes. For religious purposes, I would have to say Easter and Christmas. However, this is the birth of freedom, not just for America. I I don't know because we don't teach history anymore. If you realize what the Declaration of Independence meant to about 70 different countries that used it as the basis for their freedom, that used the words of the brilliant Thomas Jefferson. Love that guy. Who, by the way, during the Constitutional Convention, you will no longer be taught, fought, to free the slaves. Amen. No, they don't and the Republican Party, by the way. They, but, they, they don't want you to know that because they want you to think he was an evil man because that's what Karl Marx wants you to think. But today, we're not going to think about Karl Marx or all those people who had so many people killed. We're going to think about the great men and women who founded this republic. The men who put their names on that document that was a death warrant. If King George III had won that war, each one of those men oh, they would have been hung. hung for sure. Absolutely. They would have been hung the way they hung other uh, Americans yep. for no reason at all very often. Just a little bit of proof. Yeah. These people would have been hung, maybe tortured even. Oh, those prisoner ships were, were brutal back then. Ooh. But we're going to take you back into a setting. And I wish we were in costume here in the studio, you know, <laughs> like really get the vibe. But we're going to take you back to the 1760s in America. We're under British rule but Britain was deep in debt. They had a lot of wars. They had a lot of debt. So who do they want to tax? 
the American colonies. So they imposed a series of taxes, the Stamp Act. Hopefully you learned this in school. Kind of like what Biden is doing. (laughs) It taxed colonists on virtually every piece of paper you touched. It was taxed. And that was in, uh, excuse me, 1665. And then I am, I'll wake up soon. 1765. In 1767 came the Townshend Acts, which went a step further, taxing everything like paint, paper, glass, all your essential things. Well, they kept going forward, kept going forward. And the colonists, they had a spirit of freedom and independence. They didn't like it. So, you know, Rudy had said to me, don't be too Boston-centric, right? Because, you know, the revolution happened in in many of the, the colonies. Philadelphia, New York had a hand in it. But Boston was the center uh, center area for one big act, and that was the Boston Tea Party, where a group of what we call patriots went on several ships. It was December 16th in 1773. In those boxes, I have to tell you, they estimate weighed about 400 pounds. So if you think these patriots got in and out, threw some tea over and ran away, it took them hours upon hours to throw um, 342 chests of tea into the Boston Harbor. And it was actually, I think it was, Griffin's Wharf in in Boston. But I encourage everyone to get your history books out, especially those in the western states. I think I don't know, I can only say for myself in New Hampshire, I grew up learning the history. Although New Hampshire didn't have any battles in the revolution, certainly a lot of our men did fight in the Battle of Bennington and several other Oh, you had Lexington and Concord. Well, Lexington and Concord is Massachusetts. Oh, you were thinking of New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire, Hampshire, we didn't well, have any wars. but It was kind of the same. We were kind of the same. We we were the, uh, there's a lot of cool things about New Hampshire, too. <laughs> I have to get in my New Hampshire stuff. We, we, we formed our own state government in January of 1776, and, um, we were the first to have a constitution in the United States, and we were the ninth vote in the decisive vote in ratifying the Constitution in 1788. And we were also a vote that uh, for independence in July 4th, 1776. Pre, people get this confused. They think that was the start of the Revolutionary War. It was not, but it was declaring our freedom. And in those days and times, you couldn't share things email. <laughs> so People had to go into Philadelphia to the Continental Congress to actually sign if you were a delegate for for your colonial state. Or the document was sent by horseback to your area. So they're still missing original documents out there. Every once in a while they come up uh, on a American, um, oh, what's that show, Antique Road Show or something like that. But we have a lot of information in our Library of Congress, another great place to bring children, or even if you're an adult. Like, I still get into this stuff. I must have read so many books on our uh, revolution, on our civil war, the ho- the whole thing, I still learn new things every day. Well, I'm going to ask you to do us a favor. <clears throat> when we break uh, in about ten minutes, maybe less than that, I want you to start. I want you to write down now 
one or two reasons why America is the greatest country in the history of the world. I, 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 I know, I know the things we've been brainwashed about, some of which are true, some of which are true and exaggerated, some of which are false. But forget that for a minute. Everybody's good and bad, right? I want you to write down, if you could think of what are the two greatest things about America? Why is it that, oh, how many people have come in this year? Three million we know of crashed into the United States this year. Probably, honestly, another million that we never detected. There's no country on earth that comes close to that. Where else are they going? Where, where, I mean, are they going to Venezuela? Are they going to China? Are they going to Russia? Are they going to England? Are they going to Italy? Are, are they going to, I can go on and on and on. You know what I'm saying, right? Uh, the, the country that the left wing despises, the country that the left wing uh, uh, defames throughout the world, the country that our own president calls a place that is systemically racist, a place in which our Supreme Court is demeaned as, a, as an unholy institution, is the place that more people in the world want to come to than any nation on earth, and that's been true for about 200 years. You know, we have some blemishes, right? I don't always agree with everything, especially my government, and it is my government, but I feel like it's corrupt now. It's working against the people. Despite all that, I still have hope. When we look at the spirit of those Sons of Liberty back in the 1770s, it wasn't a popular movement. There was a lot of people like, let's just keep with the status quo. We don't want a war. Just keep quiet. Life's not so bad. Yeah, I hate all these taxes without representation. So it wasn't a popular movement. But after the war and you have your freedom, you know, like everybody's on board then. But it's kind of like the MAGA movement. If you look at history, and they say history always repeats itself, <laughs> when you look at it, there's brave America first people who have had been fired from their jobs because they have a different view about things and they want their freedom and their civil liberties, which they were born to have. It's a God given right for that freedom. And they're speaking out and everything that's happened to them. And it, it may not be in the media, a popular movement, but it's really the spirit of who we are. Just like those Sons of Liberty in the 1770s, what's happening with the MAGA movement, America First, is really not about parties. It's much bigger than the Republican Party. It's much bigger than Donald Trump. He sparked it. He's kind of the father of the movement, but it's bigger than Donald Trump. I know people would say, oh, he doesn't believe that. He thinks People don't know Donald Trump. I know him for 32 years. I'm going to tell you this, and you can believe it, not believe it, and I don't really give a damn what you think. Uh, he loves America. I've I've known maybe four or five people that love America as much as he does. One of them is Ronald Reagan, and he's one of them. And, and so as far as in the public eye, there's many of you out there who are sacrificing a lot, standing up for things, right? Things that happened during this pandemic really highlighted 
I hate to say it, that deep state, it really highlighted the corruption with big pharma, with political people, with non-elected officials who wave a lot of power over our lives, like Dr. Fauci. And many of us have the guts to speak up. And we get retributed. We have retaliation shown to us every day. So I thank my fellow patriots. And those of you who have been... Um, don't really understand what's happening in our country. I actually forgive you because you were brainwashed and um, you don't really know, but I am asking you to please open up not only your heart, but your mind and look at why people are angry. Look at what the government don't, don't stay with your party to stay with your party. I wouldn't stay with the Republican Party or the Libertarian Party or the Independent Party if if they were going against my civil liberties and trying to denounce anybody with a different point of view and not following sign. I wouldn't stay with them. Like we spoke out, both Rudy and I spoke out of, against a Republican senator in uh, Oklahoma. Because we believe that uh, he's misguided and he was saying that 13-year-olds can consent to sex. Get him out of our party. That's disgusting. Maybe he needs something else. But in any event, the the reality is that when when we say America first, please please understand it's a somewhat deeper philosophical statement than America first. And I go back always to Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln defined America better than anyone else, like he did many things better than anyone else. When he was asked by a a poor person who had just become a citizen and was being made fun of by another citizen whose family had come over on the Mayflower, he said, Mr. Lincoln, this is when he was running for the Senate, I, I can never be as good an American as 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 Mr. Witherspoon or whatever the heck his name was, his family's been here since the Mayflower, and he had spo- and he spoke broken English. Don't know if he was German. Suspect he wasn't Irish, otherwise he wouldn't have spoken broken English. Maybe he was Hungarian. Maybe he was Italian. Who who knows? At that period of time, uh, President Lincoln put his arm around him. Big tall President Lincoln put his arm around him, and he said, "No, no, 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 no. Both of you come here." He said, uh, America is not defined by race, religion, ethnicity, common heritage, common background, even common geography. We come from all over, and we unite around a group of core principles and ideas. You could almost call it a secular religion. The people who understand, practice, and are willing to sacrifice the most for those ideals are the best Americans. They could have came, come yesterday, or they could have come 200 years ago. But that's how we define the best Americans. We're a country of ideas. If you believe in freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Now, when I say freedom of speech, here's a test, and I'm going to stop. How much are you willing to defend the person who disagrees with you? How much are you willing to defend, as the ACLU once did, the Nazis having a protest? Now the ACLU wants to put me in jail because I think the election was stolen. That's a different ACLU. That's a fascist ACLU. Now, is there anybody that protects people's real civil liberties like that anymore? No. 
I asked no, Rudy tomorrow no. on his show on July 4th to go into when uh, the British troops, they were accused during the shooting, during the famous Boston massacre, J- John Adams had defended some of them and or most of them. And I want him to talk about that because that was pure law. That was pure right. One of my heroes. Yeah. I grew, I grew up with that. Uh, and to kill a mockingbird. And to me, one of the greatest things a lawyer can do is to defend an unpopular cause. But we'll we'll talk more about that as soon as we come back. But I want you to write down for me, please. Write down for me and then call me. I'll take those calls. What are the two best things about America? And why you why you wanted to come here, or your father, or your mother. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. While the storm clouds gather far across the sea. Just imagine you dressed in a gown at an opera or something. I love this country. We're celebrating here at 77 WABC Studios, the greatest birthday party ever for our nation, getting ready for July 4th. It happened July 4th, 1776. If you live in uh, the 13 original colonies and you want to learn where your person, where it was read, go to that place. I think Mayor Giuliani is going to go to the place where it happened in New York. <laughs> and he's going to read the Declaration of Independence tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I am going to go to City Hall Park all by myself. <laughs> maybe with Dr. Maria, maybe with, uh, by maybe with so a sad. few friends. But if I have to go all by myself. I'm going to stand there with the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to try very, very hard to find the exact spot where it was read. Exact spot. I think I know where it is. You know, we're doing a documentary on Hamilton that will come out in September. So we've endeavored very carefully to, to, to find exact spots. And I think I'm within 10% of it. But I'm going to work tonight on being exactly there, and I'm going to read the Declaration of Independence. Uh, if you'd like to come... Please uh, come. I will do it at noontime. Now, they did it a little later in the day, but I thought noontime would be the right time, would be the right time uh, uh, to do it. And they had thousands of people. And in the crowd, just as a person, another person, was someone named Alexander Hamilton. Amen. That's uh, right. And his wife, presumably holding hands. <laughs> You had to put a little romance in there, right? I'm Italiano. Well, for a holiday weekend, we have a lot of people waiting to talk to us. And somebody who's been on hold, I think, before the show even started is Ralph. How are you today, Ralph? Okay. Uh, happy 4th of July to uh, you, Dr. Maria, and we are uh, Rudy Giuliani. Thank you. Now, I'm just doing fine. Thank you. Uh, the, July 4th to me is a solemn day. Okay? Yes. It's a day where we pause uh, to reflect upon what is happening in our country, what is being done in our country uh, by Joseph Biden. Okay? Where in 
uh, the American dream is being turned into a nightmare, wherein the, uh, you know, the promised land is being turned into a wasteland. This is all the doing of, you know, of the Joseph Biden. Spare me the, you know, the uh, blame game of pointing the finger on Russia, Russia, Russia. Because for that, at the same time, I'm really sick and tired of hearing that. Okay, whether you yeah, both, uh, me too. make that statement in in, in this too. country or overseas. Um, so, you know, the, the the question right now in this election year really is that what we are doing to each other. But what is being done to us? Okay. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, you're you're right, Ralph. And you know, it reminds me of on Dr. Gorka's Twitter site. He has a film. I think the the gentleman is a hundred years old, but he starts crying. He was a veteran. Sebastian. Not not Sebastian. He has on his Twitter account oh, oh, a soldier probably fought in Sebastian's World War II. Sebastian's a great man, by the way. Yeah, and it was the saddest thing. You you know this guy was probably tough as nails, military guy. So was Travis. Probably so, so saw many of his um, p- fellow patriots die in battle, and he's talking about our country today crying it is the saddest thing we all say we don't recognize this country anymore but you know what the more we organize the more we stay together we can get this back i believe that if we lose that hope we lose everything if we don't fight back we lose everything and that's getting people in office. And I think there should probably be a new party. Maybe there should be an America First party that we've got to get people who have common sense, who are fiscally responsible, who know their role. You know, the, the Supreme Court is finally doing their job, is finally making decisions based on the Constitution. But you know what? William has answered your question, Mayor Giuliani. Oh, good. Yeah, I want I want someone to tell me. Yeah, he says he knows what um, makes America That's great. All I want to know is William's opinion. Good William? morning, William. Well, good morning. Based on uh, some really serious research I've been doing for the better part of ten years, and which I'm sitting down on the computer now, I can reduce it to a very simple statement that the American system is based on. The lessons learned of 4,000 years of history, which lead us to freedom to, of the citizen and limited government, which makes that freedom possible. And uh, basically what led to the revolution was that having learned the experience of the Hebrews, of the Greeks, of the Romans, and of the English, by 1765, we were justly con- uh, convinced that England was being run by a bunch of village idiots. <laughs> they weren't evil people. They were not evil people, but very short-sighted. Just, yeah. Had they made use of 2 million square miles of territory that we got from the French and found a way of monetizing it, they would have been able to pay off their debts and then some, and no need for Stamp Act and other taxes. But they were very short-sighted people. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, uh, that's uh, right. William, that's a brilliant analysis. Are you a historian? Yes, I am a retired uh, teacher, a couple of degrees, uh, and now I'm a full-time writer and researcher on the subject. Oh, wonderful. Uh, 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 I mean, it's up to you. I really don't mean to press you in any way, but do you mind telling us your last name so we can follow you? Uh, I have nothing published right now, but if there's a way I can get some information to you, if you can set me off off, the minute you're The minute you're off, someone here will take your name uh, so I can, I'm going to look you up, you know, on uh, – 
I want to see what you've written. I, uh, it sounds like you got a lot to contribute, my friend. Thank you very much, Thank William. You. Thank I, you. God bless you. I that was a love be- beautiful our call. American was- history. We still have libraries. Go to libraries. Get books. Yeah, when I hear people like that, it makes me feel good. That yeah. There are still people you know, who, who are thoughtful about what America is about. They think about it. It yeah. can be a little different. I'm, I'm not sure I agree completely with what William said. I agree with a lot of it. But we'd have to talk a little more. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're in the same. You know what we are? We're, we're in the same league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Uh, I see another question here, which we're going to get to later. So, Judith, you you you, you hang on. I think it's a very provocative question, um, and I want want people to hear it, which sets off beautifully against his question. But I think we're going to take now uh, uh, a few moments for a break. We're going to take a break. Stay with us, and, and, and we'll be with and, you and, on and the other side. We're going to be with you, Judith, on the other side. Radio 77. WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani. Listen to this. Are you getting goosebumps? Yep. Because if you are, I love you. Oh, let's forget the rest of the show and just play this. (laughs) You know, uh, Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, here on the Tunnel to Towers Hotline. What a beautiful song. by right. Tunnel to Towers. Now, we watched Frank uh, earlier today on Fox or Newsmax. I can't remember which, but it was a beautiful. Uh, first of all, you got to understand, and I say this, he's, he's been my friend since, uh, I could tell you the exact date, I guess. Well, it was September 11, 12, 13, September 13th. 2001. 2001. When he was brought into my office to try to talk me into a a run through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel that I was dead set against because I needed it for the FBI and for the forensic experts. And remember, my background was law enforcement. So what am I thinking? I'm thinking forensics. How much can we get out of this? How many people were involved and how many more people? Are there others in the city trying to kill us? So that that examination of that material uh, that probably meant more to me than it probably would have just to uh, an ordinary person who didn't know that. Uh, so uh, he wanted to do a run through, and Richie had come to me the day before and I said, "Richie, no way, no way." <laughs> it wasn't even like, um, "No way, nobody can have that tunnel." Richie, who was a brilliant man and a good man and a, a great man actually, who died a while back of a heart attack, R- uh, Richie knew me well. He said, "Mayor, mayor or boss, whichever boss." He said. Would you do me a favor? If for you, Richie, I'd do anything. He said, just think about it overnight. I said, well, I'm not, I can't. I don't, even, I don't have time to think about anything overnight. He said, just, well, just think about it and let him come. Let, let, let Frank come in and tell you. Well, I'll, I'll make the story short. Frank came in. Within two minutes, he had the tunnel. He had the city. <laughs> he had uh, the bank account of the city. He had anything he wanted when he explained to me what happened to his brother, 
who put on his uniform off-duty, four kids, didn't have to come in until 4 o'clock, and ran to the towers, ran into the smoke and the fire, saved people we can document, and died. I said, I'll move heaven and earth when I have that. You know, with we, that, we, or, start, we started with a thousand people. What, what, what the, 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 the time you yeah, ran, right, yeah. right, right before, uh, right before COVID, uh, it was uh, like 30, right before CCP virus. Yeah. Uh, how many? Thirty-five thousand. Uh, yeah, it was a lot. They yeah. actually had to have two starts. And I, I had been telling you about it for about a year, right? Yeah. Was it five times better than I told you? Oh my God, it was so unbelievable. You come running out of that battery tunnel. And are those cadets who are standing there You're with damn pictures? Right, they're yeah. cadets. They send about a quarter of the corps down. Yeah, cadets holding these pictures around their necks in these long, I don't even know how to describe it, but pictures of all the firefighters, oh, no, 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 police no. officers oh, who sorry. lost their lives. The cadets run. Yeah, who's the, the ones that are, are standing there? The firefighters. Those are active, yeah. in some cases retired firefighters, carrying pictures of their buddies. Yeah. In some yeah. cases, Oof. it's daddy. Yeah. Who was a battalion chief carrying son who was a lieutenant. Yeah. In it's, some it's case, it was the older brother carrying the younger brother. And I think most and of I our, know half of them or our, more. I think most of our listeners know about Tunnel to Towers, but if you don't, please look them up, T2T.org. I always say whenever I see Frank Siller, he should be canonized. He should yeah, be a canonized. saint. Canonized. Canonized. <laughs> I have a problem with English language. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You just come from New England. It's a different country. You just come from New England. This is, I love, you know who I love? I love Sebastian Gorka. This is Sebastian Gorka. You, know, I think it you sounds, always want to do an imitation. But you know, I think he sounds smarter. Because he's got I, an accent? No, I think if, if I say something like Iran, Iran is a big threat to the United States. That sounds like one thing. If he says Iran... <laughs> they big threat to the United States. Doesn't that sound much worse? Well, in any event, let's get to Dr. Maria because I was uh, uh, Dr. Maria. Let's get to Dr. Judith because I think Judith has a very, very interesting question. And just from what I see here, Judith, how are you? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Rudy, and good morning, Maria. Wonderful. Before I go and ask you this, uh, what I called about, what you want to hear, what makes this country the greatest in the world is the American Constitution. Amen. This is a land of freedom and opportunity for all, land of capitalism. And I'm saying this from someone who wasn't born in this country, and Ralph wasn't either. And we understand and we appreciate, we know the greatness of this country. And it's still the greatest country in the world, and we have to fight for it, absolutely. Yeah, I so agree. My, yeah. Thank you, Rudy. I hear he's clapping in the background. Yeah, so, yeah I'm clapping. Maria, yes. Do you mind Maria, talking? you said, Maria, you said something before. You said our God-given right, and I called to say, but the ones running our country right now don't believe in God. They are atheists, like Bernie Sanders, like BLM, like all these American communists, and those who say they believe, like Biden and Pelosi, are absolute hypocrites. Okay. Yeah. So what do you? What, you know, I'm not, and I think this is a great question. I'm not asking them when I say open up your heart and open up your ears to, to believe what I believe. I think what makes 
America so great is our diversity of thought. But let me have that diversity of thought. Don't try to crush me. Don't try to call me names. Don't try to get me fired from my job. Don't annihilate my business by protesting in front of it. We can all cohabitate like we have for centuries peacefully. It's taken on a whole different vibe from these radicals. It's like they're filled with hate. And, And the language, like social media, I really advise against it. I have to use it because I'm in the public eye, radio show. I have to. I'm forced to use social media. And I can't spend much time on it because when I read some of the disgusting things, people wishing other people will die, people saying, I'm going to kill you because you believe in pro-life. I, I Thankfully, that's not happened to me, but I see it happen to very prominent people like the person sitting to my right. Um, it, it's just taken on such a violent, vile thing. Everybody's called a racist or a pervert. Um, the one that really makes me, and I didn't plan to go here, is the whole Borat thing. I've never commented on this. But one of Rudy's associates set up this interview for Rudy. And it was under the premise of it was about Donald Trump. And it would be a, a like almost like a documentary. And um, he didn't know it, but they were going to you know, pay some money. So he was going to donate the money to Tunnel to Towers organization. So he thinks he's going to a um, interview about Donald Trump. Well, quickly he got suspicious. He called his security guard and they left. Now, people don't understand the magic of movie making. So I have never seen the movie, but apparently the premise was all about a uh, 15-year-old girl or a young girl well, from... is 30. Yeah, she obviously, you could see in the interview, the woman is a woman. She's not a girl. So they make up this whole thing that she's a young girl. It's all fantasy. They put in ad-lib stuff in the movie. They know how to cut and do these things. She escaped communism. She never did an interview before. I was her first interview. She was very nervous which therefore leads me to touch a hand and say, honey, honey, which I call people, I'm sorry, I'm an old fa- honey, it was not meant in any way. Derogatory. I, it was meant yeah. to calm it down. Honey, I've done a lot of interviews with people who've done their first interviews. I'm really an easy interview. Yeah. So just don't, if you make a mistake, we'll do it over again. So I didn't so want to. Take, so they, they take that thing. They, they don't put the words in that yeah. I use. and They make it look like I'm sort of coming on to her. And then when I'm on the bed, the reason I'm on the bed is they put me in this stupid costume. I could hardly get off. And I have very bad knees, and I couldn't get the costume off. So I got on the bed to take off the costume. All of a sudden, she appears out of nowhere and starts uh, kind of like almost trying to jump on top of me, in which case I call my car, my security guy. I say, John, come in here immediately. John comes in, and I said, call the cops. The minute I say call the cops, she runs out of the room, and jackass Jerko is running down the street in his stupid outfit on, what was it, Fifth Avenue or Park Avenue, being chased being chased by our guys. Yeah, so I, I didn't really mean Nobody to go into this, that. but this is just a thing. You take such a prominent person, the world's best crime buster, the guy who prosecuted all the bad guys, including Wall Street people, Republicans, Democrats, a man of great honor who sacrificed so much, but because he was Donald Trump's lawyer, he's been 
has fake pictures put out, even the one with him leaning back trying to take off that thing on the bed. They slow it down to look like he was lying on the bed for a while. They did other things to that photo. But, you know, to see this happen to a human being and even the January 6th committee, I haven't watched one thing about it. We hear about it from other people. The lies that people say and you can call anybody a liar, but I'm telling you, sometimes you can misunderstand a conversation and, and there's some truth to it, right? You just misunderstand something. But some of these things are happening in isolation, no truth to it at all. Like saying Donald Trump, a president never sits in the first in the front seat to say that Donald Trump was trying to grab a steering wheel. Like my I keep saying this. I feel like a broken record. Are these people getting paid? Like it's just so crazy well, how to about, me. How, how about how about this miserable woman uh, saying that she was told by someone else that I asked Donald Trump for a pardon? Now, first of all, she never heard me ask Donald Trump for anything. She was never there, so she's telling us what somebody else said, and they won't tell us who that somebody else is because Shifty Shift hides all his liars. He's still hiding. He's still hiding the whistleblower for the Ukrainian conversation, and I know who he is. And I know the whistleblower was trying to frame Trump for four years, and I can show you that. If they point out the name, I can prove it to you. Not that they'll publish it. So, I mean, they're, 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 they're saying that I asked him for a pardon. It is just the opposite. I went to him, and I said to him, and I'm his lawyer, remember, huh? So, Mr. President, it's in your best interest not to pardon me. And I'm going to tell you the truth. It's in my best interest for you not to pardon me. Not that I wouldn't need one. I don't need one because I'm guilty of anything. I need one because they're going to try to frame me. People, yeah, we've seen they, it. They, they, these people like Schiff and Pelosi. Look what and they tried to do to Donald Raskin, Trump. And they are criminals. They try to accuse you of crimes you didn't commit. I got to prove that with with uh, Russian collusion for four years. They knew it was untrue. They were told by their own guy, Clapper, that it was untrue. They were told it and they went ahead and 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 and, and went ahead and tried to uh, prove it to people. It seems like a seditious crime. So too. if they would do that to him, why wouldn't they try to frame me for a crime? By the way, but the fact is, you never asked for a pardon. Lots of friends I said, "You know what?" I, lots of friends asked. I said, "Mr. President, I don't want a pardon." I'm going to yeah. tell you why. Number one, I didn't do anything wrong, and no matter how much we explain it to them, people will think I did something wrong if I ask for a pardon. Number two, I do think they're going to probably prosecute me. I'm man enough. I'm strong enough, and I'm a better lawyer than all of them combined. I can beat the living daylights out of them in court. And by the time they're finished with me, everybody will know. That this country for a long period of time has been in the hands of seditious crooks. Amen. Well, we have such great callers. I wish we could take them all. But uh, Leonardo has two things that make America great. He listened to your assignment, Mayor Giuliani. Good morning, Leonardo. Good morning to both of you. The two greatest things about America are Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan. Oh, I wish I had a prize Leonardo, to give you. Leonardo, please, would you please say we didn't pay you anything for that? <laughs> I said, you know, yeah, I'll tell you why. I, I, they just did a warrant. I mean, I think Mayor Adams just did a warrant to come and raid my apartment. <laughs> 
I, I wanted to say that because it's we the people. Amen. My father, my father fought with George Patton in the Second World War, came back to the United States and took advantage of the GI Bill and became a certified public accountant, a CPA. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to award both of you today honorary doctorates in CPA for cultural patriotic Americanism. <laughs> cultural patriotic Americanism. Thank you very – you know what? That made my day. Leonardo, you don't call us enough. Would you please call us more? I most definitely would. And, Rudy, I had a case against you 100 years ago <laughs> when you were – and I I looked at everything, listened to the evidence, and I immediately made a deal because you were way too much for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're being too kind, Leonardo. You're obviously our lawyer. Thank you, Leonardo. And we Happy love you, but please keep in touch with us, all right? That, that was really nice, I, I mean, wasn't that was, it? But you, you really made our day. Thank you. You know, there was this movement, Random Acts of Kindness, and um, I tried to do it ever since I was a young child. My Our third grade teacher, Sister Monica, t told me, <laughs> smile. When you're walking, just smile. It'll Sister make Monica. It'll affect people. I smiled all the time, ever since I was a little girl. We never know how we make somebody's life better, and that, Leonardo... You really, that was very, very sweet. You, did you meet, did you meet Rabbi Balkany the other day? No. Well, you weren't there when Rabbi Balkany came to visit Andrew and me. So Rabbi Balkany and I have been friends since I ran in 1989, 88, 89. He supported Andrew very, very strongly in this election. He's a, a very, he's a very uh, religious uh, rabbi. Uh, he is not uh, Hasidic, but he's very conservative. And after the first election, he and another rabbi who I was very close to asked to have lunch with me. I had lunch with him. They said, you know, next time you run, you're going to win. And I lost by only like a percent and a half. I said, how do I know that? I'm going to give you the treat. We're going to give you the secret. So what is it? Smile. He didn't smile enough. And they showed me some videos. Yeah. There I am looking. Mm. They said <laughs> smile. So then my first debate I had, <laughs> Roger Reynolds called me. Tells me afterwards, <laughs> stop smiling when they're talking about pe people getting killed. Yeah, yeah. We had to do that with Andrew. Andrew once. Yeah. You know, you get it. You but smile. he was in another room. Poor Andrew. The yeah, first two debates had to be in a does, whole separate he, room. He really, he's getting he's getting like a one minute delay. Yeah. So he's smiling at oh, about and he doesn't the last, know they're talking he's about. He's smiling about the last thing they're talking about, yeah. which is maybe a joke. And now they're talking about two people being killed, and poor Andrew's up there with a big smile on his face. Yeah. I mean, they really, well, never mind. But, well, but in any event, thank can, you. That was so wonderful. Can you indulge me, Mayor? And let's take Lam Lamar from Manhattan. I want to hear what he has to say. Good morning, Lamar. Well, good morning, ma'am. I would be remiss if I didn't say prior to my declaration, Mayor Giuliani, that it is a distinct privilege and honor to address a living legend and a true patriot on this sacred occasion. I will not use my own words to answer your question, but I will quote the father of our country himself, General George Washington, when he said that what distinguishes the American Christian citizen from may, all may other I, people. Lamar, Lamar, I'm going to ask you one thing to do. Just hold on. We're going to come right back because it's a hard break. But you stay on, and I want you to say the whole thing you know, in its, in its com uh, completeness. We'll be right back. You just stay right there. 
hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani. Ah, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. You know, this is really beautiful because we have to carry these uh, patriotic feelings and spirit and music and into, into each generation. And that's really quite beautiful the way that that was done. But, you know, I, I, I interrupted uh, uh, Lamar because I, I had a sense that this was going to be quite beautiful. And I don't want Lamar interrupted. So, Lamar... Would you go? Would you go right back into what you were ta- uh, talking about, uh, please? Absolutely, uh, Mr. Mayor. I will not attempt, as I mentioned earlier, to use my own puny words to answer your question. So I will quote the father of our country himself, General George Washington, when he said that what distinguishes the American Christian citizen from all other peoples of the world is best embodied by the last declaration of one of our great revolutionary martyrs. And I quote, Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of slaves and chains, as sl- uh, of chains and slavery? Forbid it, Almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, Give me liberty or give me death. Oh. And I, and in conclusion, Mr. Mayor, if possible, I would like to remind everyone within the sound of my voice that the men who founded this country, the founding fathers, were angry men. So angry, they resorted to violence when faced with the tyranny of their time. If we intend to keep the birthright that was bequeathed to us by these men, men better than ourselves, we can do no less. We must be prepared also to pledge our lives our fortunes, our reputations, so that our, so that our progeny will not live in chains and slavery. Because in this country today, in Washington D.C., we have a regime, a sinister regime, that if they could, they would enslave, they would the very souls of our people. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Lamar. You know, you have a great voice. (laughs) I I won't even comment on that. That man was so eloquent and unfortunately and tragically so correct. You know, uh, that it makes me almost feel like crying for my uh, for for my country, except to think that we have such very, very strong and wonderful people. You know, I was going to mention only one bad fact. Because the Black Lives Matter got what they wanted this Fourth of July, uh, they got three uh, three cops and a canine dog killed um, in Tennessee, um, only, only for the mere fact that they're pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. You know how, how how people contribute to that organization that consistently, especially now we we know like a lot of people didn't know in the beginning that they are trained marxists but especially now it's it's been national news that they ripped off everybody who donated any money well you know the thing that really should get, get people is something they don't that, do that that should be under doj any, well it should be something they don't yeah. do anymore which is called reading they should read the manifesto the original manifesto of black lives matter they will find it to be almost word for word marx which begins with destroying God, destroying family, removing fathers from families. 
then mothers, then moving children over to the state by two years old and getting children and getting parents out of education. Sound familiar? Well, they're already trying to uh, really corrupt our children through some of the teachings, but parents are fighting back. This is a great weekend. This is the weekend, July 4th, 1776, where we declared our independence. All of us patriots now are declaring we want independence from the radical left corrupt government. Oh, That's what we're doing. I mean, there's no question that Lamar is absolutely right. Uh, I think I'd have made the same choice. I'm sure I did as a young man, but as an older man, it's easier. Uh, I'm not living under. Uh, I'm not living under Bidenista uh, tyranny, which is what I'm living under. I mean, I've been suspended from the practice of law for a year and a half to two years for, for no reason other than my belief that I can support with facts the election was stolen. I have a right to that belief. You do. And they have no right to take away from me my ability to earn a living as a result of that. This is my whole lecture. Just because of who you are and the fact that you successfully defended Donald Trump in that first impeachment, you were the reason public opinion it's a crap out of them. was turned around because you had facts that it was all a hoax. When I came in. By Hillary Clinton, the DNC, corrupt. Like, look at Sussman was let off free and a great lawyer, great man like you gets suspended for no reason. This is why people are pissed off. There's two justices here. There's one for the people they like and, and want to cover their, their butts. And then there's one for there's politically one. the ones it, they want to crush. It's one for the left wing, you know the you, communists, and, and, yeah. and the communists. And you keep shocking them because what does Rudy do? He gets right back up. No, actually, nothing's put him down. And they don't like that. So. Yeah, look at, look at, look at uh, Adams wants me arrested for filing a false report. And not a single member of the cowardly, crooked press has pointed out how idiotic that is since I never filed a report. Well, not only what's that, it, there was witnesses to and, the assault. And, 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 and how about this? Every time a president of the United States has interfered with, with, with a pending case, Republican or Democrat, the press goes crazy. What's he, what's he doing interfering in my case? Well, he's not a president. He's but, a... But, 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 no, but what's he doing? If I interfered in a case, they would attack me. What's he doing interfering you know in what, a pending case? Rudy, n- not that this is and right. Li- and lying about it? Because I believe jealousy is like a sin. But the guy is so jealous of you because everything you've accomplished as mayor of New York under incredible circumstances. Much more difficult than him. And you did it, and he is incapable of doing it. He's only capable of wearing a fancy shoot and, suit and going to parties with models and smoking weed. Like like he bragged about it on one late night show. Like, people are dying here. And for him to come out and say he didn't know how bad New York City was, what the heck? Don't you think when you were ran for mayor, you would have do analysis, you would already have plans in place, you would have... Yeah, if you were a hardworking, industrious, honest person, as opposed to a lazy bum. I mean, uh, uh, how about saying, I was shocked at how bad things were. He may be the only guy in New York who was. Look. You made a terrible mistake voting for Adams. Here's the way to learn. 
don't vote for Democrats anymore. Well, let's get not for a long time until they fix themselves. They got to fix themselves. No I feel more bad Democrats for the good Democrats killing people, including many, many black people. But happy birthday, America! Happy birthday, the United Greatest States! Country. We'll overcome these bums. We'll overcome them. They don't love or understand America. We will overcome. God bless the greatest country in the history of the world. And thank you, God, for America. Y'all probably remember this song from Rocky Three, I think. <laughs> <laughs>